Join Christina and Sintache for weekly conversations about the medicine of life, connecting with what we feel, understanding what we need to heal, bringing oneness of our mind, body, and soul. I'm going to take, um, I love it. I feel like this whole conversation is our offering. Yeah, me too. Um, let me um, take a picture. Our being. <laughs> our oh, being that's incredible. is the offering. I love it. <laughs> yeah yay all right um Cindy so said, yeah you do the, so, your praise <laughs> i do i will so this segment um this part of our, our 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 podcast our conversations um is where um we offer praise um to our guests and um in season two what was really dope is that this is the first time that Chris and I have brought in guests that both of us haven't had relationships with. So mm. in season one, we were able to kind of do a 50-50 split, um, kind of <laughs> went Dutch on it uh, because yeah. we had personal relationships with each of the guests. And so for season two, like half, half of our guests this time, I have a relationship with and the other half Chris has. So it's, nice. it's, it's different. It's, it's, it's going to be joyous. So, Yes, I love it. There's so many things. So, so um, you can receive, you can respond, whatever feels loving and kind. But my offering, um, one of the things that I love about you, Demario, there's so many, um, is that your laugh is really your signature. <laughs> yes. You are the friend in my life that when I step back and look at you, I see radiance and I know that it's available to me too. Oh. And oh. your strength and your power, your friendship, your brotherhood, your leadership, your divinity is me and I you. Oh, thank you. Wow. I'm just going to sit in that for a while. Just going to receive it and, and take it all in because that was quite a lot. And uh, I definitely, first and foremost, appreciate it and just honor your sentiments. And thank you. That's all I'm going to say for now. We can circle back. <laughs> that is plenty. That is plenty. So, yeah. I oh, mean, that was so beautiful. I know. I was like, oh my gosh, let me just sit in this. I, I, I just need to sit in that stank for a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just let it marinate. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And this is something, Demario, that, that we. I don't know, there was just a beautiful calling one day to to kind of start our show like this, right? Like to give mm. praise is such a beautiful gift and I don't think we do enough of it, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. And so just to really acknowledge like the the ICU, you know, and, and, mm. and you see me, like there's this um, beautiful reflection that I've learned as far as like in healing is that everyone's a mirror, right? Yes. And so when you do yes, practice yes, yes. of 
you know, in the in the way of loving people and also like not the loving, right? But yeah. um but the uh, shit comes uh, back either fucking way. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, yes. Oh. Um but I just I, I I find it so healing when we can give praise to people in such a like, I don't know, just a really beautiful, honest way. And so I don't know you, but now I feel like I do because <laughs> of that. Yes. Look, we are we are all connected. I am you, you are me, we are we. <laughs> Love it. Everything is connected. Yes. Yes. Awesome. So, let's uh, so, let's just so let's just deep, love like, each other. Yeah. Like tell us tell tell us about your work. Like I know you, but your work has has really like I don't want to say morphed, but it's morphed. It's it's gone deeper and it's expanded. So here we are, mm. September, whatever day it is. Don't ask. I don't know. It's my elbow from Tuesday. It's a twenty twenty. So, <laughs> that's Sometime all I know. Twenty twenty. I know we're still in this bitch. Okay. We're still in twenty twenty. <laughs> FYI. <laughs> tell us a little bit about about your work. Tell us tell us a little bit about your work my work your well magic, your medicine mm-hmm. my primary work in the world is to bring forth healing um whether it be through the spoken word the written word whether it is hands-on i am all about healing because That is what I have been called to do. Now, I write well and I speak well, and those are gifts that God has bestowed upon me. But those I've come to learn are just complimentary. Really, Mm. my work is to um, assist in directing and guiding people towards their own healing in my own unique God-fashioned way. And so that is that is the work in which I engage. And at the current moment, I am my own subject. I am my best subject because as I'm going through my healing journey and process, it's really allowing for this interconnectedness, um, this sacred interconnectedness with you, with Chris, and with so many other people around the world. So as I heal, as I heal, my field of connection is Mm. broadened and expanded. And I come to see the world in people with more compassion and more empathy, uh, forgiveness, long suffering. I love that word, long suffering. And this is my most important work right now. It is the setup for something truly spectacular that is occurring, not will occur, but that is already occurring in the world. Now, I do a lot of things. I do a lot of things. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a soldier. I'm a son. I'm a brother. I'm a husband. I, you know, do one minute moto. I have a couple of side hustles. I do a lot of things. Um, but my work is facilitating healing in the world. And I'm starting with me. Mm. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, okay, what, because Sin, you know, Sin knows you more than I do. And so I'd love to like, because you said you had a calling, right? Like, like, I love to kind of hear in people's journey, like, what was the point? Because I think it's so interesting, kind of the point of entry when you <laughs> start realizing mm. that, you know, you yourself, you know, it all starts with you, right? It's all kind of the, the groundwork to like, really be in your purpose fully. And so I guess my question is, um, like, really, what propelled you to start and to trust in that calling that this is like what you're meant to do. This is who you are. This is who you're here to help. Um, mm. Yeah, if you could talk a little bit about that, like, I'd love to hear like, you know, I don't know if it was a point or if it was, you know, like, yeah, just, or an evolution that you always knew was there, but yeah, just kind of, if you could yeah. talk about that. Yeah, well, I've always known that I've had a greater calling, a greater purpose. However, in the course of this great American experience, I was really redirected and diverted. And as a result, I didn't know how to activate my purpose, my soul's mission and purpose, right? I was so focused on everything that was going on outside of me. And I chose not to take the time to really look inside to kind of figure things out and to chart my own course. And so I've, I say all that to say that I've always known that it was there. I just didn't know how to access it. You know, I didn't have people in my life who really talked about, who really encouraged discovering my soul's mission and purpose, my environments, the environments in which I found myself, that wasn't a core message. And so um, I just didn't know how to get to it. Um, And I I had glimpses of it throughout my life, right? I could see and I experienced parts of it briefly, but to be in that permanent, everlasting flow, I just could not get there. I didn't have the tools. I didn't have the resources to get there until one July of 2019. I had, and the best way I can describe this is to say that I had a literal come to Jesus moment. Now, there may be some people who don't understand what that means. (laughs) So I'm just going to break it down. Yeah, I'm going to need you to break that down, right? Because for some of us, when the doors of the church open, we go in the other direction. (laughs) 
Like, because coming to Jesus and then Jesus taking a wheel, those are two very different experiences. Yes. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Jesus take the wheel. So yes. When, yeah, I did. So, you know, let's not get them confused. Coming to him yes. and him taking the wheel, that's a different transaction. That's a, it's, it's a totally different transaction. Yes. You feel what I'm saying? Yes. Okay. I, I feel yeah. what you I'm picking up where you put now, Sid. Trust me. Trust me. Yeah, so, but could you break yeah. that down? I'm going to break it down. So coming to Jesus, you know, particularly in the Southern culture that I grew up in, it is like the day of reckoning. It is when you come to understand, you know, not only who you are, but whose you are and really who is in control of this shit, right? This is the acknowledgement that, you know, we're not asking Jesus to take the will. Jesus is already taking the will at that point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so um, that's what come to Jesus is. It is, you know, divine spirit staring you right in your face. And in my case, it was, let's go. You have got work to do. You have pussyfooted around long enough. It is time for us to really engage in meaningful and substantive work. And <clears throat> that occurred in my life on 1 July of 2019. And I, at the time, didn't know what was happening to me. Right, I did not know that I was beginning, this was the beginning of my own spiritual awakening. Like I literally had to Google what was happening in my life. That, that was how unaware I was. What did you type in the search? I wanna know what that shit was. Coming to the wheel, like what that felt like, you're like dying you know like you never find spiritual awakening it's always like mild stroke yes exactly <laughs> like what am i stressing yeah 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 Mine is like, do I have co do I have COVID? <laughs> and then you feel a sigh of relief when you realize that as you're searching, other people searched it because it popped up already. So it's like yes. you're not that fucked up. It's a little yes. bit of a relief. Yeah. It's a yes. Yes. Oh yeah. my gosh. So I was about like, uh, I want to say maybe about four to five months into the experience before I even realized what was happening in my life. And it was so could all you talk, could you talk about that though? Like like yes. you said that you you like yes. yeah like like so like what did it feel Examples. like yeah like so so you said July one, right? So I'm gonna go ahead and be like 30 days and September, April, June, and November. Okay. So what did it feel like June 30th, June 2019? What was the difference between the 30th of June and the 1st of July? Like, what was that shift and what did that feel like? And, and what did you, like, like, real talk, what did you Google? Because you knew something was different. Can you unpack mm. that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. So let me tell you, let me give you just a little bit of background and context. And I love that you asked the question, the difference between 30 June and 1 July. Uh, let me first answer that. The difference is that one day, 
is the day that I broke my seven day fast. And for the previous seven days, I had been fasting and praying. And I get a little emotional about this, but I had some friends and some very close family members who were experiencing some very significant health issues. And it just really weighed on me. And, you know, I don't have any type of medical expertise, but even in my state of chaos and confusion, I knew that I could fast and pray. And so that's what I did. I mean, I was just, I was praying for my colleagues. I was praying for my best friend. I was, you know, just praying for family members. And I, during that time, was not concerned at all about myself. I, I wasn't concerned about my own needs. But I know now, in retrospect, God was just like, you know what? I see your degree of commitment you are fasting, you are praying, you are going without food for seven days, and you're believing for a healing, you're believing for a miracle for the people whom you love. <clears throat> and because I see you, and I see the lengths that you're willing to go to, I am going to honor that and I am going to heal you. I am going to heal you. Because see, I wasn't concerned about my own healing during that time. I was purely focused on the healing of my family members and my friends and my colleagues. But I think I was just like, brother, you need healing too. You don't know that you need healing but you need it and I am going to deliver it to you. <clears throat> and so I ended my fast on 30 June and one July, it was like, and I remember I went to bed late. Uh, I think I may have slept for maybe about three hours and I woke up and it was like the damn had burst. I mean, I was just so emotionally wrought. Like I could not stop crying. I was just, I, it was just a very surreal <clears throat> and raw experience for me. And I recall, you know, as I went into work, on uh, 1 July, I was still a hot mess. Like I had been, I had a doctor's appointment and I had been crying in the car, you know, just trying to get myself together before I go into the office. And uh, excuse me for just one moment. And I remember walking into my office and I got the first instruction, which was this person this character who you created, this role that you played, this character has to die. 
Not a literal death, but quite figuratively. This character has to die in order to birth who you really are. First instruction. Immediately on the heels of that was, and this will be as difficult or as easy as you make it. So I chose the road of ease because by that time I was already tired. <laughs> I, was like, I know that. Right. <laughs> I ain't got no yeah. more fight in me, you know. And you Google I that shit, right? You, you win. You win. Put that in your search bar. What that look like? <laughs> you win. You win. And you know, I can we so, can we just pause there really quick yeah, because I think there's something yeah. so powerful about those two together because it goes to like i'm going to give you like this directive that's like basically you're you're needing to kill the person that you are you know like you need to and you know i think any big life transition i do think there's always an evolution of death and rebirth like so mm -hmm. many times we go through right and we don't even mm -hmm. realize it sometimes but yes. this is like, this is like you're, you're awakened. So you're realizing as, as you're experiencing this, this death, right? But then the, the next instruction, this, this, and was it like a knowing Demario or was it like a voice? Like, what was the, because I think I've experienced something very similar to what you're talking about. And, mm. and for me, while I was going through it, I felt a little bit crazy. I felt like, yes. A little crazy right like it's yes. like some part of you <laughs> doesn't want to tell other people and doesn't like and, and so i i feel like what would be such a service to people going maybe there's people going through this right now as we speak mm. right and somehow this podcast is gonna get into their hands and so i would just love for you to kind of like those 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 instructions was it just what form did it take what did it feel like like did it was it a knowing because for me it was it was a soft knowing it was almost like when i when i could actually i think the awakening for me is i got very still and in the stillness i was able to to hear myself better it was like a knowing mm -hmm. it was a deeper sense of myself so that's what yeah. that felt like to me you know that that voice that person that so for you the that that kind of directive <laughs> what did it feel like in your body as it's happening does that make sense the question mm, yes it does it does it was a very clear voice it was a very clear voice i knew that i was being called forth at that moment <clears throat> and even though the the choice was presented to me right uh even though i could exercise my free will and whether or not i was willing to commit to this path i need to be very clear that there was no choice there was no choice this was going to happen now either i was going to be in the flow of this occurring or i was going to be 
dragged along, kicking and screaming. But make no mistake, <laughs> the <laughs> wheels had already begun to turn. And I knew in that moment that I was a very critical and instrumental piece of the puzzle. It was now it is time for you to step into to fulfill your soul's mission and purpose. And no one else can do it. You are the only person who can complete this assignment. So it must be done. There is no delegation. Mm -hmm. There is no, you know, sharing mm -hmm. responsibility. This falls, I knew and understood that it fell completely on my shoulders. And I was going to have to rise to the occasion. And I'm so grateful. So, go go ahead, go ahead, Chris. Yes. Oh, no. I mean, I go back to, again, like, how did you step into, well, I guess, I mean, exhaustion <laughs> kind of stepped you into the mm. role of saying, I'm going to do this with ease. But was, yeah. was there, but, uh, yeah, go ahead, Sim. Well, that's exactly, that's exactly where I was going to go okay. to your question. Yeah. So I think, I think well, what I know to be true is that fasting, um, is a very powerful spiritual tool mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you created your spirit and your body to be um that vessel and in emptying your body of substance your body literally became this vacuum to create this this opportunity like your physical mm -hmm. body mm -hmm. became the vessel to hold the space for yeah what was coming through right yes and i think one of the things that's really powerful about fasting is that um and and what came through when you were talking was it was the opposite christina and and demario of ho'oponopono it was you know because ho'oponopono is i love you i'm sorry please forgive me thank you and in that moment on the first your spirit, your full body, because you weren't working on digestion and elimination and all that other shit, your body was like, wait a minute, mm -hmm. you want all of these people healed that you see? You see it, what needs to be healed in them because what needs to be healed in them needs to be healed in you. Mm, and it was this really yes, powerful, mm. it was this really pow powerful moment and you didn't have a choice because you said yes seven days before. Yes, yes, oh. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? That's the, you, oh you had already gosh. said it because you, you, you went seven days, right? And the spiritual significance yes. of that is some other, other shit, right? But yes. you could have said, said on day three, fuck it, I'm gonna eat a burger. Like, right. and, 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 it, and you would have ate a burger, you know what I mean? Wow. So I feel like, and, and, and the reason revelation. that it resonates with me is because you know, growing up in the church, the church gave us, uh, for those of us that are listening that grew up in the church, and then and there's there's growing up in the church, and then there's black church, and then there's black church, which y'all Google that, work that shit out, you know, Google black church and Jesus on the wheel, let me know what you get. But I think, I think there, you know, those are spiritual tools that we were taught that only Christians had access to. Mm -hmm. and part of being your friend is watching you 
minister to yourself, sifting the chaff in the wheat and recognizing that this fasting for seven days, six nights, seven days, right? Like this, that, that whole creation, like Chris, like you were like death, you know, like in day eight, infinity, like when, like then it's the seventh month. Like I can't even fucking begin. Like the numerologically, <laughs> that shit is like blowing my mind. Um, and I think that's something really, really beautiful and how, mm. you know, in the spiritual community or in the wellness community, how you having and creating that access is no different than Chris making a grid and using the stones and the flowers and the colors and the lighting to create this spiritual vortex with which transformation can, can, can yeah. happen. Um, yeah. And I love your question, Chris, about what did it feel like? What did it sound like? Um, because that's where the madness comes in. Like, that's where we feel mm -hmm. like holy, right, sis? Go ahead, go ahead. Well, no, I mean, that's, that's really, for me at least, that's a lot of the ancestral baggage that I've been a part of is, or healing for my family is, is really not thinking you're crazy going yeah, through right. something as awakening as different as right. not normal as this and so for me in my lineage a lot of the females and males you know um they're considered crazy for believing mm -hmm. what they believed you know mm -hmm. and and if we're not being you know christianity or whatever but i mean i i just think for me there's if i didn't have people and sisters and brothers that that also went through this or that yeah. you know, believed in these tools and believed that we are essentially the answer that we seek right that everything mm -hmm. outside yeah. of us yeah. is is there you know sometimes as distractions and so for me it was really going on the journey inward and i'm sure for you demario that's what i'm hearing and yes. so i guess for me i always go to the point of like what did that feel like? Because I want people to understand yeah. that, that being able to trust that voice, right? That inner knowing mm -hmm. and what that feels like and that you're not crazy and that, um, yeah, there's, there's a beautiful, beautiful um, understanding and stillness that we can find in that. And, and that, that was mm -hmm. a beautiful realization with his story, Sin, about the fasting, about completely mm -hmm. emptying your vessel to receive, right? Because I think that's what, because I, the same thing happened tomorrow to myself when I went on this retreat, I was literally filled with so much love on this retreat for the entire time I was there. Mm. And I completely shed every single one of my armor, my layers of like, you know, what mm -hmm. I put on to the outside world to protect myself, right? All that was yeah. gone because yeah. I have, I did mirroring exercise. I did all these things. And at the end of that retreat, I had a glorious experience. Uh, one of the most profound experiences of my life because that was all, that all mm -hmm. died. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. so yeah. I, I think there is a, a beautiful kind of reckon, or recognizing in your story that, that ability to completely be free of all these labels that you put on yourself all these mm -hmm. you mm -hmm. know um and you're just really you're just really a vessel a vessel for receiving those messages and downloads that are such um powerful medicine yes. you know yes so yes and to to answer your question directly 
uh, Chris, I, I do want to tell our listeners that I experienced a lot of anxiety. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, just fraught with emotion. By day three, I was in a full-blown panic. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> now, was this life. day three? This was this day three. So let me just timeline. Was this day three of the fast or this is like June 3rd? I'm sorry, is, July 3rd. Uh, this is July 3rd. Yes, this gotcha, is July gotcha. 3rd. Okay. Yes, and yeah. I remember this day so vividly because I was meeting with, uh, with my commander. For those you know who may not know, I've been in the military, in the army for the past 18 and a half years. And I was meeting with my commander that day so that I could meet one of our incoming soldiers. And I remember walking into the building and my commander asked me a very simple question, which was, hey, Sergeant Haversham, how are you doing? And why did he ask me that question? Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh. <laughs> I just up, completely huh? broke down. Like, I was just like, I just started crying. And I was like, sir, can we just go in the room? Because I really need to talk to you. <laughs> oh, <no>. oh. <laughs> Like, he thought, he thought, I'm sure, and he still thinks, that I had just lost all of my marbles mm. at that time. Like, because it was but you did. just this. And you needed to. I did, yes. Right, be transformed yes. by the renewing of your mind. Like, that's what that is. Yes. <laughs> For people yes. who like scripture. Yes, yes. And so, look, you know, for anyone who may be experiencing a spiritual Mm -hmm. awakening. You know, for some people, it may be easy and graceful, (laughs) right? (laughs) Who's that? What's that? I don't know about that. (laughs) You know, for stubborn, more hard-headed folks like myself, it is like heaven beating a baton over your head. Like, look... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we wasted enough time. Let's do this, right? So, so I, I, have a, I have a question for awesome. you. Like, how did we, you know, how, where was your support or what did that look like? Because, it, it, you know, in those moments, however that energy moves through, whether it manifests mm. as anxiety, whether it manifests as, as um, symptoms of depression, right? I, I mean, I am a social worker, but I'm not being clinical here, but y'all know what I'm saying. Yeah. How, yeah. how did you manage? that because to Chris's point I think it's really important to honor what it may feel like um and as a clinician I, I can share uh, no, no blanket stories but most clients who experience um psychosis right which is you know you being out of your mind they don't know that, that shit's happening <laughs> so you know there's a there's a running there's a running joke there's a running joke that I have with other clinicians. Like if you, feel, as long as you feel like you're losing your mind, you're probably good. <laughs> you know, because the, 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 I love it. most people, when they lose that shit, they don't even know it's happening. You know, it's yes. just like, yes. so, yes. you know, no worries there. <laughs> yes. But, um, but how did you, how did you, cause you know, part of the reason that Chris and I do this podcast is, um, I mean, I'm in love with her, so there's that. Um, but there's also this honoring that we, 
that we work best in community. Mm-hmm. So how, how, how did you, did you know, like, was it one of those journeys where you knew you needed to seek out community? Was it one of those journeys where um, uh, community sought you? Or did you understand from that fasting experience, the call was to stand firmly in your groundedness? Could you just talk a little bit about, about that? Yeah, so um, initially, um, I had actually just started uh, Gabby's Spirit Junkie Masterclass, the, the digital Oh, where we version. met. Yes, yeah, where we met. yes, yeah, I just started that. And so, mm. you know, I reached out initially to, to her and, and her mm. team. And, you know, um, I didn't quite get a response immediately. Now, keep in mind, there are thousands of people in this group and, you know, I know the admins are responding to many people. Uh, However, you know, once things calm down after the third day, and that in and of itself is significant, right? You're talking Mm -hmm. about third day, right? Yes. After that third day, things (laughs) calm down. And I rolled a stone away. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Come on now. You know. (laughs) And you come on, I had it and he rose. And he rose. understand what was happening Mm -hmm. and since that point um you know I have sought out help I've gone to a therapist you know to really kind of um chart out what has been happening in my life over the past several months I sought you know therapy at the beginning of this year through uh Mm -hmm. through April approximately and um just because I needed to you know, just speak to an objective third party. But I will Mm -hmm. tell you that it has been a very lonely yet satisfying experience for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has definitely been lonely because I haven't had many people who have experienced this, you know, in my life. Now, of Mm -hmm. course, I have many people in my life to whom I can reach out and we can talk about these things. But initially, I was just, you know, like Google was my friend, bro. Like I had to <laughs> Google like what's going on in my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, do you want to speak to kind of like take us on the journey of like what, so you're saying after the third day that things kind of settled for you. Like mm-hmm, how, mm-hmm. how did they settle? And I guess how, how has the journey been like, like now, like, like what, you know, I guess if you look back at like who, who you were then <clears throat> and who you are today, like mm-hmm. how has that evolution kind of burst the person that, you know, is in front of us right now? <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Chris, for asking that question. It has really been such a fantastic 
voyage. <laughs> and it just continues to get better each yeah. and every day. And what I will tell anyone is to embrace the experience, to not be afraid because as I've come through this, what yeah. I have come to understand is that before I was really out of my right mind. Like I yes. lost my mind. <laughs> you <laughs> like, see what I'm we, saying? Can we talk about it? Can we can we talk about it? Right? Yeah. Before yeah. this experience, I had lost my damn mind. Like mind yeah. gone. Right? Yeah. And this experience was really a remembrance a mm. return to mm. my right mind, a return to understanding my divine birthright, a return to um, understanding who and whose I am. So it was this experience that supported me the opportunity to return to mm. my rightful mind and my rightful place in the divine scheme of the universe. <clears throat> and so I like to make that clear um, at, at, the, at the onset um, so that folks aren't afraid, so that they aren't tepid, you know, and mm -hmm. resistant. Like I want people to embrace it because it's really a return to your senses right to your yeah. to your right mind right um so since then um for me i have spent a lot of time in meditation mm. in in prayer a lot of time in in nature a lot of time reconnecting and mm. honoring my breath particularly during this time of COVID-19 when mm -hmm. the disease impacts people's ability to breathe, to mm. take a full breath, yeah. right? Mm. I mean, the, the, the symbolism isn't lost on me that you, me, Sam, wow. we're able to sit here and have this conversation without our breath impeded. You know, we have the gift of breath we have the gift of life that is flowing through us every moment of every single day so just coming to to honor that and appreciate mm -hmm. that more fully um yeah i have I, I just I'm I'm pausing here because I'm trying to find the right words to let people know that this has been very deliberate and intentional and to reassure folks that God, the universe, source, creator, however you choose to name and define it, yeah. is faithful. I think that's really, no, that is the message that I want to relay to people to really impart in this conversation because all it took was my being willing 
to begin the journey. You know, despite how abrupt it it began, you know, I <clears throat> still could exercise free will in in a sense that you know I could choose to move forward. Mm. And what I've learned is as I've chosen through faith to go to the next step or move towards the next step in my evolution, God has shown up and said, look, I have this person or these people here to help you. Mm. I have this resource, this Mm -hmm. tool here to help you. And so even though it's been a lonely journey, I can honestly say that God has provided for and protected me the entire way. It's like, hey, you take a step, for example, God is like, I acknowledge and honor that step. And guess what? I am going to meet you in your place of need. And I'm going to exceed any expectation that you have. And, and that brings us to the, that's like that next part, right? So knowing that God has us our step, knowing that the universe, mm-hmm. divine spirit, right? Like, so knowing where we are, right? Being, being a black man in this, in this world right now, being a black gay man who's in the military, being a black gay man who's in the military, who's married, being a black gay man who's in the military, who's married, who's a spiritual leader, being a black gay man who's, you know, who's married (laughs) and spiritually, right? Like all of this intersectionality that we experience, right? Yes. As a healer, as a leader, as a thought leader in our community now, where do you see us? What does forward movement um, look like from your lens, right? And we honor that everybody has a different lens. We honor mm. that fully. But from where you are, Brother Demario, the Brother Demario L. Habersham, <laughs> I don't know what the L means. We might need something like that. Um, damn it, I'm your friend and I don't know that. <laughs> but, um, where, where, do you, where do you, where does forward, am I asking that question right, Chris? Like this, right? Yeah, no, I mean, I think there, there's such a beautiful, just like Sin said, we honor diversity, right? And we honor mm-hmm. the lens in mm-hmm. which people are seeing the world, because I think the more that we honor that in people and honor the diversity, the more we can come to the table together to talk, you know? Yeah. And I think yeah. right now there's such, there's such um, aversion to even going to the table together you know it's like you pick a side and so what Mm -hmm. we really want from this series demario knowing that you know you're a leader within this spiritual community activism um getting people to really come back to themselves right through the experience that you experienced like i would i think we would love to get a sense of like what what do you think is being asked of us right now because everyone can look at COVID and say, oh my God, this is horrible. (laughs) You know, we got shaken up. We, you know, there's all Mm -hmm. these things, right? All these, Mm -hmm. all these layers of things that are happening, social injustice, you know, you know, social systemic racism, like all these things happening all at once. And for me, it always feels like I just, I get so much wisdom hearing from other people what they think 
is is really kind of unfolding right now so just you know knowing your background especially demario because it is it's it's like this multi-layer like beautiful faceted like i mean it's beautiful and it's very very unique and so for me i'd love to yes. just i think for both of us we'd love to hear your perspective on like you know, oh. A, why are we here now? What are we being called to do? And even if you want to talk about what you're being called to do right now, you know? Yeah, yeah. Look, I get it. I got so excited when, when y'all asked me this question, right? Because it brings us full circle, right? Right back to the beginning, 360 degrees, come to Jesus, right? We are experiencing our very own collective come to Jesus moment, right? We are being called to be better, to act better, to think better, to emote and feel better in, in more productive ways. And right now, while we are in this sacred pause, each of us has this remarkable opportunity to go inward, right? To look at the ways in which we have contributed to all of the chaos and confusion that we're experiencing and then to choose to no longer participate in this cycle. That is where I know that we are. So many of us, unfortunately, have chosen to, you know, try to cling to and to reclaim the past that we are missing the opportunities in the present, in this current moment. And I need to be very clear. We are shifting into a new paradigm of being of exchanging, engaging with each other, with interacting with each other. And it's only those people who have been willing or who are willing to release the past and to grow into this moment who will be positioned to really show up well and to be well in this new paradigm in which we are currently shifting. And so if we choose, each of us individually, if we choose to pause in this time, really reflect and understand where we are and how we are contributing to whatever is going on in the world, and then choosing from moment to moment to engage differently, then we understand that we will move with the moment. Um, there is a lot of resistance right now um, because folks are clinging to, when we talk about archetypes, right? Folks are clinging to those quote unquote beloved archetypes, those quote unquote beloved systems and institutions of you know, times past. 
those are no longer relevant because they no longer serve the collective well. And as soon as we understand that we need to just let it go and move with the current, (laughs) as soon as we understand that, we'll be good. But we're caught up in this cycle Mm -hmm. of resistance Mm -hmm. because so many people have so much invested in these past structures. Once again, the structures no longer serve us well. And so we must be willing to, we must be willing to move forward. And until all of us are willing to move forward, we're going to continue to experience this friction. Hence, this is where you, Sin, and me, this is where we come in, right? Because we're here to, one, raise the collective awareness about what is going on and to direct and guide people through this very challenging time. Make no mistake, like this is not going to be over, quote unquote, over with anytime soon. I mean, we have a long arc, right, to travel. And this yeah. is just this curve ain't flattening. This, 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 this spiritual. Oh no! Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh no! This motherfucker oh, no. curve is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, no, it ain't gonna flatten. No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, we're just at. We're just. We're beginning. Just yeah, yeah. beginning yeah. to arc, right? Yeah, and so yeah. I really do feel like the time is really calling, beckoning us to rise to our best and our highest selves. And we are going to we are going to continue in this pattern until folks decide that they want to get on board. But I honestly look back now and I'm so grateful and I'm so thankful because now I understand God was calling me, God is calling you, God is calling Chris for moments just as the moments that we are experiencing now. God is calling all of humanity to the table saying, hey, you have a part in this. You have a part in this collective healing, right? Do your your part. Some of us will hear, right? Those who have ears to hear, (laughs) let them hear, right? Some of us will hear, and others of us will remain very resistant. And we experience a lot of resistance here in America simply because, and this speaks to the whole, you know, social and political upheaval. We experience a lot of resistance here because folks know it's like, well, if I have to give up what I have quote unquote earned, then that means there will be less for me. And not only that there will be less for me, but it will mean that there will be more for other people who are different, quote unquote, different from me. And I don't think that they necessarily deserve it. I don't think they're necessarily worthy of this. And Mm -hmm. so I am just going to cling. I am going to cling with clenched fists tightly 
you know, yeah. to, to what was because I don't want others to have. But we are moving into this space where the Spirit of God is saying there is and there has always been more than enough for all of us. But we have systems in place that want to continue to per, uh, perpetrate this, yeah. this idea of lack and, and scarcity and, and fear. Yeah. And that's the cycle that so many folks want to protect. But God is saying that cycle, that, that psychology, um, that mentality does not serve the best. That psychosis. That psychosis. That psychosis. Yes. Right. Cause it's, yes. it's, it's, it's mm -hmm. lacking balance. It's lacking, mm -hmm. it's lacking, you know, um, being in, embodied like when you talk yes. about clinically what psychosis is you're completely not in your body and as a collective mm -hmm. you know just to mirror back what i'm hearing our collective experience as humanity is to be in the fullness of our body and the only way yes. to do that is to see the fullness of the body of our other brothers and sisters mm -hmm. Absolutely. with loving kindness absolutely right? yes oh i mean this has been such an inspiring conversation like I oh I'm just I'm really really grateful um Demario for you taking the time because I'm so inspired and I just it's always so refreshing when you see other people doing the work yes <laughs> you know yes. like for yes. me I, I I get sometimes very cynical and um so it's just this conversation has been medicine so thank mm. you thank you thank you yeah, for thank you doing the work, accepting the call, the, <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm so inspired and blown away by, by, um, just all the things we talked about today. Um, and I yeah. could talk to you forever. Um, but I think, I mean, so I love for you to kind of lay out, like, how can people get in touch with you? Like, what is the, you know, how can listeners, if they want to connect with you, because you're, you're a glorious spirit and I can feel it through the zoom call right now, oh, is, um, I love it. is just, yeah. How can people connect with you and, and just, yeah. Talking about anything, any projects coming up, anything you're working on, anything you're excited about. Um, yeah. Just really talking about, you know, kind of future and also just how can people get a hold of you if they want to reach out and listen to more of you. Yes. Yes. Well, you know, I'm all over the interwebs. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Plug it. Plug it. What is it? What is, what is your handle? So, you know, look, <laughs> folks can find me on Instagram. I am at soulworkbrother, and that's brother with an A, not an E-R, right? Um, I am on Facebook under Demario L. Habersham. I'm on um LinkedIn under Demario Habersham. I have a dedicated YouTube channel to nice. my passion project, One Minute Moto. I also have a website for One Minute Moto. However, it's down for, you know, some much needed repairs right now, um, but in upgrades. But uh, yeah, I am very accessible and, and okay. open. I, you know, talk to people. What I have coming up in the works next year is um, I have, I'm going to launch my own personal brand under my nice. own personal website. 
uh, you'll be able to find me at demariolhaversham.com. And there I will be able to offer, you know, one-on-one coaching services. Um, I'll be able to, of course, uh, One Minute Moto will be housed under there. I also have a couple of other projects uh, coming up in the next, you know, 12 to 18 months. And so... Um, yeah, that's this. That's kind of like a recap of where I am nice. and and where I'm going. Um, and right now, you know, because many people have asked, like, well, don't you have a program that you you know that you want to offer? Don't you have a service that you want to offer? And I'm like, no, the service is me. The service is nice. my own healing. And as I heal, I understand the collective is healed as well. And when it's time, and I'll know, when it's time for me to step into more of the one-on-one coaching or um, moving into this space where I offer additional products and services, then I will, I will do it. But for right now, I don't feel compelled. I don't feel any pressure to, you know, create anything more than what I'm already creating in the world. Right. Perfect. And, so uh, refreshing. I, I want to thank you for your divine masculine energy. Yes. Uh, your spirit, your love, your grace. I love you so much. I'm so glad now. Next time you're on, Chris is going to do her own fucking praise. Um, yeah, you know, because there's, 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 there's. This was so necessary to kind of create seed and relationships with the two of you. Now can mm-hmm. start to grow and and your own relationship. And we love you. Thank you for your time. Thank you, thank thank you for you honoring so our technical y'all. difficulties. And and and. Thank you. I just love you, and to I be continued. Thank you for engaging in these rich conversations. Please visit us on all of our social media platforms, Conversations with a K, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and our website, conversationspodcast.com. We really want to hear from you. Until next week, keep listening, stay present, breathing deeply, speaking your truth.